That was from the promised land. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In 1755, Captain Ludwig Kalin, played by Mads Mikkelsen, returns from war to life in a veteran's poorhouse in Copenhagen. His pension is less than modest after all, but he has a surefire way to change all that. He plans to cultivate the heath, an area that's cherished by the king and that the captain's betters have failed to tame. But first, he'll have to convince the upper crust gentlemen who are in charge of granting his request. But even in the face of the nobleman's disapproval of his so-called haughtiness and low birth, he's given the chance to reverse his fortunes. It's just not for the reason he might expect. So, for a man who went from being a gardener's boy to being a decorated captain, his next great accomplishment is before him, one that promises to please the king. But myriad challenges are in store, despite what local pastor Anton Eklund, played by Gustav Lind, thinks. So, the pastor is ever the optimist. But whatever life there could be, won't have a chance to thrive until the captain deals with all the people who either get in his way or just want him to fail altogether. For instance, outlaws are nearby, and there's a little girl who sneaks onto his land at night to steal food. Also, there's an uncooperative county marshal who wants the captain to pay him for supplies and for his help in finding some men to work the land. However, the hopeful pastor has an idea on that count. He knows of a woman named Ann Barbara, played by Amanda Collin and her husband who need work. But why? What are they running from? Regardless, despite her station, Ann Barbara has no problem speaking her mind after she settles in on the captain's land. But all of that's nothing compared to the nobleman who lives nearby. Mr. Frederick de Schinkel, played by Simon Binneberg, has wanted the heath for himself for quite some time. He wants to add it to his collection of 130 farms, so the captain's in his way. As a result, Mr. de Schinkel decides to invite this uppity captain to dinner to see what he's made of. And the captain doesn't hold back. So, after witnessing the captain's stilted pride, the Schinkel asks his assistant to look into him but it's for dastardly reasons, of course. And his interest will be further piqued after his cousin, Adel Helene, played by Christine Kujath Thorpe, takes a completely different kind of interest in the captain herself. Now this won't do. After all, the Schinkel has plans for Adel that have nothing to do with the captain. So he leverages his power as the county judge to exact his revenge. But winning isn't guaranteed for any of these people, especially after the captain finds help in the unlikeliest of places. 
Du vil bare have din adelige titel, så du kan mængde dig med de fine folk. Jeg må væk herfra. And with that, over time, the wildness of the Heath begins to echo the wildness of the confrontation between the captain and the unscrupulous Dashinkel. But will either man succeed? Is such a thing possible? And what about the people in their orbit? Will they pay a price too? In the end, will it be just as Dashinkel keeps insisting? Will chaos reign? All right, the promised land. We're about to get into that movie in a second. But before we start, we want to thank you guys for watching our show and um, encourage you to like, share, subscribe, comment on it. In addition, we want to make sure you know how we do things at Wild Watch That so we can ground you in this experience. Yeah. So, yes, yes, critic. Yeah. What is Wild Watch That? How is it formatted? Well, I'm the critic. I've watched what we review. I do the review. The producer has not. So that's how we work our dynamic. We know every other show, anybody on the screen, it must have seen it. But not here, because for some people, that's interesting. And regardless, I've seen it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, because of that, the producer may not say so much while I'm reviewing. That's up to her. We don't want to trigger anybody out there. The producer is a full woman. <laughs> we go in here. <laughs> who can speak for herself. <laughs> Somebody's coming. You gotta love the internet. These benighted individuals. So with that said, we do appreciate uh really almost all of you. We really appreciate your support comments and all of that yeah almost all i love it almost all because you know it, it's nice to see on the internet that most people have their wits about them so with that said do we have our wits about us with the promised land chaos is it gonna rain is this whole thing a pipe dream mm -hmm. tell the people producer <laughs> how they can watch The Promised Land before I dive in more deeply. Yeah, so The Promised Land is available um, in theaters Friday, February the 2nd. So, yeah, if this seems like something that you want to watch, you can see it in theaters. Yeah, on Friday. and that's in the States. Yes, good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, now, forgive me for my pronunciation. I'm not Danish. I don't know if you didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I ain't from Denmark. I didn't know. Hey. But I did my best. Hopefully it's not too bad. And speaking of that, Mads Mikkelsen is starring in this, right, producer? I think so. Uh, you know, maybe the most famous Danish actor on the planet right now. Love Mads. And Mads does both Hollywood films and Danish ones. Mm -hmm. The last one I saw him in that was a Danish film producer was Another Round. Mm -hmm. 2020. Also in that year, he was in Writers of Justice. But another round, if you haven't seen that, I think it's still on Hulu, hmm. producer. Okay. And he plays a teacher and his friends, who are also teachers, they decide to drink while on the job. Mm. We'll experiment what happens. <laughs> Very interesting movie, right? Mm -hmm. 
And no, Rihanna did not supply any songs for the soundtrack. Cheers to the freaking weekend. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now. But also, the first time I really paid attention to Mads and was like, who was that? Was Hannibal, the TV show. Oh, Hannibal. Yeah. Mm. He was Hannibal. And supposedly, reportedly, he's filming a movie right now with the creator of Hannibal. Mm. So we're going to have to hold on to our hats and seats for that one. All right. Mads has been all over the place. Doctor Strange, Rogue One, Fantastic Beats, Beasts. And Ooh. One of your favorites. Indiana Jones, those <laughs> the last movies and those franchises. I don't know. Now, also starring with him as Anne Barbara is Amanda Collin, as I mentioned in the plot summary. She was in that crazy Mac show, Raised by Wolves. Mm. Remember that craziness where you know we had like these androids protecting children on a oh uh huh yeah yeah yep yep that's Amanda. Mm, so already okay. we're going. What are we getting into in mm. addition to what you saw? from the plot summary. Mm-hmm. Now it is directed and co-written by Nicolaj Arcel. Mm. He's worked with Mads previously on A Royal Affair, which had fanfare when it came out years ago. He also co-wrote the original Swedish-Danish film adaptation of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo Producer. Mm. Okay. And he also d- directed and co-wrote The Dark Tower, which will just let that be. We we <laughs> we will forgive him for the Dark Tower. And to f- put this into full context, it is based on a novel called The Captain and Anne Barbara by Ida Jessen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that said, you go, well, is this just about the Captain and Anne Barbara? It didn't look like that from the plot summary. Oh, no, no. It's, of course, about a lot of things. And I do have to say, this was on the Oscars shortlist producer for Best International Feature for this year. It didn't make the nominations, but... Mm-hmm. It was there. It was there. Now, what immediately came to mind watching this producer was There Will Be Blood. Oh, mm-hmm. Daniel Plainview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when There Will Be Blood started and, you know... We just see the man working, working on what? 17 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I watched that with my dad, I remember. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We need some sort we need to start getting some sort of sound effects because if you've ever seen something, we need to play it. <laughs> but that tells you something about the producer's taste. Of course, the producer would watch There Will Be Blood. <laughs> yes. Very interesting. So I was thinking of him, you know, this kind of relentless pursuit. Is it a pipe dream? Same thing I was thinking about Floki from Vikings. Because for each of these men, for the captain, for Plainview, for Floki, they're trying to tame the land in some way, Mm -hmm. right? Will they succeed? Will the captain succeed like Plainview, for instance, and pay a steep price? in the end, mm-hmm. or will he be swallowed whole by his ambition the way that Floki was? That's the question, mm-hmm. right? Can you really achieve success and not pay for it, mm-hmm. right? Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. And another thing is, 
when it comes to your expectations, does life ever give you what you expect? Is there such a thing as a real re uh, reward for brutal work? Because that's what it is. He's trying to tame this ETH. Mm -hmm. And then if he gets help, is it good help? Right? Hmm. So it's about the cost of your dreams, of ambition, of being, of having a singular focus. And really it's about the cost of being right. Hmm. Is it worth it to be right? Because he's within his rights. I mean, the man came from the war, was heralded a hero, and is living in a poorhouse. Hmm. He's like, I don't think so. I'm going to get this land. <laughs> I don't care about none of y'all. You didn't do what I did. <laughs> so that's the question. And when it comes to taming the land, as you heard from Dashinko, chaos. He's, you know, he is the antagonist, of course, but it's also an antagonism of ideas. Because mm. you saw it in that exchange producer where the captain is like, uh, you take control of that. And Dashinko is like, no, you don't. Mm -mm. You let it go. You let it be. Mm. Mm. Now, like There Will Be Blood, this film does provide a splash of cold water. It, it does. But you don't get 17-minute sections. It's not that long. Mm. And this is more straightforward in execution. So, like, if you've seen things like that, this is not going to surprise you. But I thought it was spare. I thought it was good. This is my kind of thing. And they did add a few unexpected touches, a few, uh, like how stuff progresses over time. And in the end, you may not guess exactly how it's going to end and how you're going to get there. Mm. But overall, a lot of the beats you're going to know. You're going to say, okay, yeah, I knew that was coming. So I thought that was fine. It's, it's okay to give us things we expect. But in addition, the road there might not be exactly what you would have expected as well. So if you like this kind of filmmaking, these kinds of things I've been talking about, would I watch it? Absolutely, I would. And of course, uh, you have Mads. Now, Mads plays a Mads character. Really a, a classic one for us here in the States, much less like the guy in another round. So that's another reason to watch that if you want to see different dimensions to Mads. That would give it to you because this guy is seemingly aloof. You could see that, you know, stiff jaw, but he makes him worth rooting for. And he does achieve a slight thawing of his cold disposition as time passes by. It's like you have to really look for it, but it's just ever so slight. Mm -hmm. And one thing that Nikolaj does is sets him up with all of these different characters who provide different aspects of human personality. So you, of course, have Anne Barbara, you have the little girl, you have Adel, and you have the pastor. So there was a nice variety in the collection of them, along with, of course, a villain who's easy to root against. But is he the real villain? Mm. Is there another villain here? A villain that you can't control? So that rock-jawed demeanor of Mads works here. I just think it's a good film producer with a classic story, a capable cast, and it's really just a Western. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. Mm -hmm. It's an epic Western that, again, is spare. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're not going to get all of those rousing kind of moments, but you will get some shocks. You will get some events. And you will see 
a you know a couple of characters who pull each other down mm. but how far mm. mm-hmm. so producer in i will now provide you two minutes <laughs> <laughs> On. You have exactly two minutes. I'm going to start the clock. I run this show alone. Me. <laughs> no, go ahead. Tell us from now, from your perspective, not having seen this, but having watched the plot summary with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Would you go to a theater to see this? Because I didn't make a recommendation on that yet. Um. Yeah. I, if no, mm. but honestly, it would be the only way that I would actually see the movie and i'll tell you why <laughs> because if i watched it at home so you're not gonna watch it then. listen it's time to tell you <laughs> if i watched it at home i would have to focus and i wouldn't be able to read the subtitles right so if i mm. really wanted to like focus in and see this movie i would have to see it in the theater to get it interesting so that's something to keep in mind what you're bringing up for everyone else if reading the subtitles if that's a focus issue you know, if you're watching it from home, if it's ever available that way, right mm-hmm. now it will be just yeah. in theaters right. on Friday, February 2nd. But that is a consideration. I'll tell you, it's not like it's a lot of reading. Okay. Again, it's a spare film. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Okay. It's not going to be too taxing if you don't know the Dang- Danish language. Um, And, but even though it's kind of a, because of the way the land is, it's not like this fertile area, fertile ground, but it still is an impressive picture. Mm. It still gives you that epic scope when you see the vastness of the heath and all of that. Mm -hmm. Like you will get that, you get the period touches. So if it's your thing and you want something a little different right now, it's not like they releasing a lot of movies anyway right now. Uh Good point. This is probably one of the best things that's gonna be in a theater Mm. um, until maybe Doom comes out <laughs> so like four months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i would i would keep that in mind as well and if you're in a western sort of mood then this might be okay now producer you were a little shocked by some things when you watched the plot summary give us your thoughts of that what what you would expect from this movie as well see i'm trying to give you <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you you have to read the comments and then you'll understand. <laughs> oh, <some of> <laughs> this, is, this is how we got here. I'm like, what are they talking about? People going, wait, she hasn't seen it. Didn't we just say that? <laughs> he only provided her two minutes. Wow. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Mm-hmm. Now, like it when you're watching the, the plot summary, you kind of it's like you say it's a western. <laughs> There's a bunch of there's a bunch of confusion. I mean, the theme that they they talk about is chaos. So like you get you kind of get that. So for me, I'm thinking that it would be a co- some type of combination of chaos, but trying to balance it. That would mm. I, that's the best way for me to say like how this would play out. That's what exactly. I got from plot summary. Yeah, and that's what the captain's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't spoil here at YYS. This is another thing we have to tell people. Mm-hmm. So we don't get to every single thing that ever happened in the movie. You can go elsewhere for that. We really want to help people determine whether they should watch it and then be able to experience it for themselves. Yeah. Like somebody in the teacher's lounge, lounge review in the comments. Mm-hmm. Check it out. 
I know what the film is about. Do you? <laughs> it's about a lot of things, mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. one of the questions, if we're going to that movie, is what if a totalitarian state is right? Mm-hmm. And what if a freer democratic state is wrong? What do we do? Because this is how we get into these bad situations as humans. But that's the wrong review. These people, you know, it's fun, though. I like seeing these comments because that's what we want. We want a conversation. We don't want agreement, but we do want to make sure that people aren't going to ad hominems. I'm telling you right now. So with that said, there are no ad hominems for the promised land. I think they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. And I think we've accomplished what we need to accomplish as well. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.